bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, 618 promotion mirrors rebound of China's consumption after curbing the Omicron wave, and China's State Council appoints principal officials of six-term Hong Kong next year government. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. Major Chinese e-commerce platforms have reported record sales during this year's just-ended 618 Shopping Festival, which ran for the past 18 days and concluded Sunday, striking off concerns that consumer demand is faltering amid the continuous impact of the epidemic and a decline in retail trade for three months. On Sunday, JD.com reported a total transaction volume of 379.3 billion yuan for the shopping bonanza this year, increasing by 10.3% from last year as of Saturday. Shanghai and Beijing, the two largest Chinese cities in terms of GDP, have picked up momentum for recovery after Omicron hit. Data from JD.com showed Beijing and Shanghai, respectively, ranked first and second among Chinese cities during the Platform 618 festival in spending power as of Saturday, while Guangdong Province remained on top in terms of provincial consumption. Other major e-commerce platforms also reported improved sales performances. Sales of Suning.com's offline stores surged 182% year-on-year. Orders worth more than 70,000 yuan saw a 103% year-on-year increase. The company said. Sales data released by Pinduoduo over the weekend show that the sales of home appliances on the platform had doubled from a year earlier. New and innovative players such as live streaming platform giant Douyin have also entered a new business arena. Data from Douyin show that from June the 1st to 18, the number of merchants participating in the sales festival increased 159% year over year, with total live streaming of more than 40 million hours, contributing to production resumption. In addition, many overseas brands are also enjoying record sales during this year's 618 event. More than 29,000 overseas brands from 87 countries and regions joined the shopping spree on Alibaba's Tmall, including more than 3,000 new overseas brands, according to a statement by Tmall. Product sales in first hour on Tmall since this year's festival kicked off on May 31st grew by triple digits from last year. Chinese economic activities remain weak in most of May, while the pace of declines slowed. During May, China's retail sales of consumer goods plunged by 6.7% on a yearly basis to end at 3.35 trillion yuan, followed by decline in retail by more than 11% in April and a fall of 3.5% in May. To stimulate the economy, China State Council, the country's cabinet, in May held what was seen as an unprecedented national video teleconference on stabilizing the economy, stressing the need to better implement measures to safeguard the economy operating in a reasonable range, as well as to further boost consumption. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future. China State Council on Sunday appointed principal officials of the six-term government of the Hong Kong SAR based on the nominations put forward by the incoming chief executive John Lee. The officials will assume office on June the first, 2022. 
The economic development of Hong Kong has been steadily progressing in the past 25 years, thanks to the firm support of the central government and the country's stable development, the city's finance secretary Paul Chen said on Sunday. Hong Kong has doubled its GDP to 2.86 trillion Hong Kong dollars in 2021 from 1.37 trillion Hong Kong dollars in 1997, while total merchandise trade has tripled to over 10 trillion Hong Kong dollars, ranking sixth in the world. Next on industry and company news, China's domestic box office during the summer film season, which runs from June 1 to August 31, crossed the 1 billion yuan mark, including pre-sales, on Saturday, according to Chinese ticketing platform Maoyan. The June box office also exceeded 1 billion yuan, hitting this threshold for the first time in the past four months. Tianqi Lithium advanced the listing hearing of the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, according to the bourse's website late Sunday. The company proposed to raise up to 1.2 billion US dollars from the IPO, making it the biggest size IPO of Hong Kong this year, market sources suggested. Shares in Sinopec Shanghai Petrochemical were trading down as much as six percent on Monday morning after a huge fire erupted at a chemical refinery plant run by the units of Chinese oil major Sinopec Group over the weekend, killing one person and injuring another. An investigation into the cause of the accident is ongoing. Sig Motor, one of the largest Chinese automakers based in Shanghai, said Sunday that all of its three major plants in Shanghai have returned to pre-epidemic production levels, and the daily output has reached 13,000 units. China's automobile sector has been restored to normal, with both output and sales in May increasing more than 50% from April, the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology said on Friday. ByteDance disbanded a game development studio 101 Studio in Shanghai last week, letting about half of the 300-plus staffers go and offering internal transfers to the rest, which is a major setback for its quest to challenge Tencent Holdings in mobile games, media reported Friday. Switching gears to financial news. The People's Bank of China on Monday authorizes the National Interbank Funding Center to announce that the one-year loan prime rate or LPR was kept at 3.70% and the five-year LPR was unchanged at 4.45%. The data shows that in the current critical period of steady growth, China's financial industry has stepped up efforts to rescue the real economy, boost effective demand, and stabilize economic growth. After some rural banks in central China's Henan province cut off online services to their clients, the provincial banking and insurance industry regulator and the province's financial affairs supervision bureau said late on Saturday that the case is under police investigation. Henan New Wealth Group was found to have manipulated and utilized the online trading systems of Yuzhou Xinmingsheng Village Bank and three other rural lenders after an initial. Probe, the provincial banking and insurance regulator said, adding that the diverted funds are being investigated. 
China Securities Regulator has fined 3.8 million Hong Kong dollars of the Hong Kong subsidiary of leading Chinese brokerage Everbright Securities for failing to properly monitor and prevent money laundering activities. Everbright Securities Hong Kong did not spot 178 deposit amounting to 250 million Hong Kong dollars made by a third party into a number of its accounts at the local bank. According to the regulators, probe into a select sample of deposits that the brokerage received between January 2015 and February 2017. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks closed higher on Monday even as banks kept their lending benchmarks unchanged. At the close, the benchmark Shanghai Composite slipped 0.74% while the Shenzhen components gained 1.27%. The turnover of two markets hit 1 trillion yuan for the seventh consecutive trading day. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index rose 0.42% and the tech index edged up 0.09%. Kulun plummeted 32% after Citex Securities warned over risks of sharp retreats. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.